chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. 2 Timothy 1, 3 through 5. Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. Good morning, church. And happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers who are here today. This is a great day. It is the Lord's Day, but it's also a great day because we have the opportunity to celebrate our mothers. I want to mention a few things to you. I hope you've had the opportunity to uh, pick up uh, a bulletin. I want to encourage you to look at all the activities that are going on, but also take that, take that home with you and look over that prayer list and pray for those individuals because we have a lot uh, to pray about and a lot to pray for, uh, particularly this week. has already been mentioned in a few times of all the families who have lost loved ones this week. And uh, especially want to ask that you will remember um, Linda Neal in the passing of, of Russell. And all these services were over the last few days. So remember these families as well. want to also bring your attention uh, to uh, a few, uh, somewhere in, uh, on the first page in the uh, in the bulletin there. Uh, attention to our parents of college graduates. Um, if you have a young person that's graduated from college, please let Miss Debbie know so that we can make sure everyone else is aware of that and we can celebrate that with them. We also, uh, one that we, we are aware of and has been turned in, uh, Daniel Overton uh, has graduated from the University of Kansas with a Doctor of Philosophy in Communication. So we uh, are thankful Thankful of that and rejoice with him uh, and his family. And there are others that uh, are graduating or have graduated. So please let Miss Debbie know that so that we can make sure everyone is aware of that. We also want to uh, welcome Mallory and Kayla uh, Yegros. Uh, they we support the work that they are doing in Florida, and so we're thankful uh, that they're here today. And and um, Eddie will come up and in, 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 at the end and say a few things about that. Um, I want to remind everyone about our church picnic next Sunday at Horse Creek, uh, next Sunday afternoon. So make your plans to be uh, a part of that. That will be a great day, and we look forward to that. Now, I have a couple of prayer requests that uh, I want to mention to you, and then uh, we'll have a prayer as we begin this morning. Paula McLean sent word to us that her mother, Martha Hudson, is in the hospital. She's uh, been having some heart issues uh, through the night, uh, and they will um, be performing tests on her Monday. So we want to remember Paula's uh, mother, Martha, uh, Martha Hudson. Uh, also, Brenda Harville has some good news that her father, Barney Warren, is doing better, and we're thankful for that. But she has a special prayer request, uh, Judy Bescheiser, a friend, uh, it's a wife of Larry, a friend of uh, Brenda's, a uh, family member, and uh, she is not doing well. In fact, they're not giving her much longer to live, and so we want to remember uh, Judy and that family in our prayers. Let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Holy Father, Almighty God, we thank you. We thank you for this 
uh, special day, your day, that we have the opportunity to come together uh, to worship you, to sing songs of praises to you, to approach your throne. Father, to give you praise and honor and glory. Father, we're also thankful for the opportunity to honor our mothers today. We thank you for them, for all that they have done for us. Father, at this time we have a few that we want to lift up to you. We pray, Father, for Miss Paula's mother, Martha Hudson. Father, we pray that you will be with her as she is having heart issues. Uh, it seems like, Father, we pray that you will be with those that are attending to her. Father, we pray that everything will go well. We pray that you will be with Miss Paula as she is there with her, helping and watching over her. And Father, be with those uh, doctors and nurses. Help them to make the right decisions for her. Father, we also uh, are mindful of Judy DeShizer. Father, we, we're also mindful of the point that she's in. And Father, the seemingly closing hours of her life. Father, we pray that You will be with her. We pray that You will be with her family. We pray that You will bless them with comfort. Father, we pray that You will just surround this family and we lift them up to You. Give them a special measure of comfort at this time. Father, we also include all those over the last few days that are connected with our family who have lost loved ones. Father, we pray also for a special measure of comfort for them. And Father, we thank You for the way that You work through our lives. And Father, for the way that and the opportunity that we have to approach You and petition You in this way. Father, we thank You. Father, thank You for the opportunity again to be gathered here to worship You. And Father, now as we read portions from Your Word and as we think about our mothers, Father, we pray that You'll bless our time together today. Forgive us of all of our many sins. In Christ's holy name we pray. And Amen. Aren't mothers special? Mothers are special. Mothers are significant. Mothers are magnificent. And mothers are special and hold a special place in our lives. And there are many that we have here today visiting, visiting family, visiting mothers on this special day, Mother's Day. I came across these uh, things from children and other uh, th areas of life about mothers. A school teacher gave her class of second graders a lesson on the magnet and what it does. The next day, the teacher asked her students this question. My name has six letters. The first one is M. I pick up things. What am I? She said when those test papers came back in, she was overwhelmed that over 50% of those students gave the answer to that question, mother. A 15-year-old boy came uh, bouncing into the house and found his mom in bed. He asked if she was sick or something. He was truly concerned. Mom replied that as a matter of fact, she didn't feel too well. The son replied, well, don't worry. Don't worry about dinner. I'll be happy to carry you down to the stove. A little boy forgot his lines in a presenta presentation. Uh, 
His mother was in the front row to prompt him, and she would gesture and form the words silently on her lips, but it did not help. Her son's memory was blank. Finally, she leaned forward and whispered the cue, I am the light of the world. The child beamed and with great feeling and a loud, clear voice said, My mother is the light of the world. (laughs) Mothers are special, aren't they? And just think about mothers, all the things that you have done. And uh, children of mothers, think about all the things they have done. I mean, they have washed many, many loads of clothes. They have ironed. They have folded. They have put those away. They have cleaned the house that we live in for a while, shared the responsibility of changing our diapers and cleaning up after us, picking up toys that we have left out picking up other things behind us, prodding us to live better lives, helping us to uh, navigate uh, the days of life as we were growing up, teaching us responsibility and giving us responsibility with certain chores to do. She was the one that many times when difficulties arose, however big or small, she was the one that we turned to to help with these things. She was the one that when we needed comforting, that's who we turned to. She was also one of the ones that helped with our discipline when we acted up and didn't do right. In fact, I can recall when I was growing up and we would pull up to the church. Now, I, I, I know, I know, y'all all think I'm an angel. I understand that. No, not. But we would pull up to the church and my mother would say, See those bushes right there? If you act up and you're talking, that's where we're coming to. And you know what? I knew she meant it. You see, that's what our mothers have done for us all of our life. And even times when we did act up, when there was some bad behavior, they were the ones that have forgiven us. You know, the Bible teaches us to honor our mothers, our fathers and our mothers, but it teaches us to honor our mothers. It's very clear on the responsibilities and the importance of motherhood. In fact, Eve is called Eve because she is the mother of all living. Genesis 3 and verse 20. One person wrote this about mothers. The Bible has much to say about the responsibilities and rewards of motherhood. There are many beautiful passages from literature that increases our appreciation of mother. One of those passages of Scripture that's very well known. But as we were able to look in our Bible class this morning and talk about the importance of the public reading of God's Word, let us all turn, if you will, to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 31, and read about this special woman that is written about in God's Word. Proverbs chapter 31 will begin in verse 10. Who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. So he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool 
and flax, and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hands holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. There are many things today that we could say about mothers. But I want us to notice three simple but important things about mothers. First of all, her career of motherhood is her highest calling. You see, there is nothing else in life that compares to mother. Have you ever been in a difficult situation? Maybe you were hurt or or you were in some sort of accident uh, and the very moment you hear the voice of your mother, you just go to tears. You see, her career of motherhood is her highest calling. In John chapter 16 and verse 21, notice what the Bible says. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world that expresses motherhood. One person listened to several quotes from different people. Of all the rights of women, the greatest is to be a mother. Barbara Kings Oliver says, sometimes the strength of motherhood is greater than natural laws. Elizabeth Stone says, making a decision to have a child is momentous. It is to decide forever to have your heart go walking around outside your body. You see, a mother produces a greater product than any farm, than any factory, than any plant. 
In Washington, D.C., there's a 12-foot sitting statue of Abraham Lincoln. Yet the, the, the work of the Master's hand in creating that artist cannot compare to the original. Lincoln said this of his mother, All that I am or can be, I owe to my angel mother. He says, I remember my mother's prayers, and they have always followed me. They have clung to me all my life. Another great president, George Washington, writes, My mother was the most beautiful woman I ever saw. All I am I owe to my mother. I attribute all of my success in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education I received from my mother. Mothers are very, very special because their greatest honor is their career of motherhood. Another thing about mothers is they're great, they hold a great responsibility that rests on them. You see, a Christian mother is to do a number of things, but I want you to notice a couple. She is to manage her home. Do you remember in Proverbs 31, verses 27 and 28, she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. She watches over her household. Her children rise up and call her blessed. And her husband also. Do you remember in Titus chapter 2 when Paul is writing about how the older are to train the younger? Listen to what he says. Verse 3 and following. Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good and so train young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the Word of God may not be reviled. What a great responsibility lies on the shoulders of mothers. Mothers are special and significant And they're also given the task and responsibility of training their children. Remember what Paul writes in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 5? When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, where did that come from, Paul? That was first in your grandmother and in your mother, and I trust in you also. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15, And that from a childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ alone. Mothers hold a huge responsibility. And yes, in a few weeks we'll talk about the responsibility of fathers, but mothers hold a special, heavy responsibility of training those children in the Word of God and managing her home. E.W. Cowswell says this, The mother, more than any other, affects the moral and spiritual part of the children's character. She is their constant companion and teacher in formative years. The child is ever imitating and assimilating the mother's nature. It is only later in life that men gaze backward and behold how a mother's hand and heart of love molded their young lives and shaped their destiny. One person has said, The hand that rocks the cradle rules 
the world never ever underestimate the importance of the responsibility of mother. Men are what their mothers have made them. Napoleon said this, the future destiny of the child is always in the work of mother. Have you ever made the mistake of asking a woman, do you work outside of the home? You see, whether a mother works outside of the home or not, they still work inside the home. They still manage their home. They still have the responsibility of aiding the Father and teaching children the Word of God. They have a great responsibility. Amen? And finally, this morning, a mother's love is all supreme. Her sacrifice, the things that she gives up for her family so that she can manage her family, so that she can train and teach her children. you remember the scene on the cross in John 19 with Jesus and His mother? John 19 and verse 25, the Bible says, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus His mother, His mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clophus, and Mary Magdalene, And later, because he loved his mother, he would say to his beloved disciple, Behold your mother, and woman, behold your son. He wanted to make sure that she was taken care of because Jesus himself realized the supreme love of mother. Do you remember the story in 1 Kings chapter 3? Do you remember how there were two mothers and they each had a child, but one of them died? And so they, uh, they were fighting over which one then was alive. And so they take this matter to the king and they said, King, this is, my, this is my child. No, this is my child. And the king, wise as he was, he said, I know how we'll figure this. He says, okay, listen, this is simple. What we'll do is we'll check. Uh, I'll, I'll call in one of my uh, servants here and we'll take a sword and we'll split the child in two and each of you can have a part of the child. And the true mother spoke up, willing to give up her child so that he might live. Said, no, he can go. And then the king was able to tell who the real mother was. Jean Barron spent several years living in a little mobile home that was pretty dilapidated. She tells about raising her kids and in that kind of environment. Then one day, uh, her son brought a friend home or, or came and told her of a friend that was running away. And, and her son uh, said, this is what's going on. He's running away because he doesn't like where he lives. And Jean asked her son, I don't understand. I mean, that child has everything. Lives in the best neighborhood, in the best house, has the best cars, and has the best clothes, has the best of everything. What's the problem? And her son said this. Well, in their home, they have a lot of environment, but not very much love. 
And you see, He wants to come to our house because in our home we have lots of love, but not very much environment. The attitude, the outlook, the influence of a mother on children is great. One person has said, The bravest battle that ever was fought, I tell you where and when, on the maps of the world you will not find, it is fought by the mothers of men. Mothers are special. And today, mothers, we honor you. Maybe it is that you've not been able to have children but it is the case for you that you have a mother or have had a mother. Maybe you're here today and your mother is no longer living. Yet you can take from your experience, from her love, from all the things that she has taught you, and you are able to pass that on to those that you also influence. And so today we strive, we struggle, we want to honor mothers. Do you remember in Exodus chapter 20 as a part of the Ten Commandments, the Bible says, Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And Paul later quotes this in the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Honor your father and mother that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land that you dwell in. For this is the first commandment with promise. I want you to listen to a few Proverbs as we close. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 1. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a sorrow to his mother. Proverbs 15 and verse 20. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Proverbs 17 and verse 25, the Bible says, A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. And so the challenge is for us, for each and every one of us, whether our mothers are alive or not, the challenge for us is to honor them by the way that we live. By the things that we do. By the way, you remember how we talked about how mothers, when we had bad behavior, they were many times the first to forgive. And when we mess up, that we do like she tried to teach us to do. And we make that right. Mothers are special. In the will of Henry Hines, wealthy distributor of the famous 57 varieties, when it was read, it was found to contain the following confession. Looking forward to the time when my earthly career will end, I desire to be set forth at the very beginning of this will as the most important item in it, 
a confession of my faith in Jesus Christ as my Savior. I also desire to bear witness to the fact that throughout my life, in which there were unusual joys and sorrows, I have been wonderfully sustained by my faith in God through Jesus Christ. This legacy was left me by my mother, a woman of strong faith. And to it I attribute any success I have attained. What a great story. What a great way to honor mother. So at the end of our life, how will we honor our mothers? Maybe a better question is, how do we live a life of honor to them today? Mothers, thank you. Thank you for all you have done and all that you do. Thank you for your example. We never like to close without having the opportunity to respond to the Lord's invitation. Maybe you're here today and maybe your mother lived that kind of life, but maybe you have never committed your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe you have never said, you know what, I'm ready to give Him my life. And I'm ready to be buried with Him in baptism because I have faith, I believe that He is the Son of God and the Savior of the world. We can assist you in that. We have water. And we can bury you in the watery graves of baptism so that you can rise in newness of life and go on your way rejoicing and honoring your mother. Maybe it is you're here today and, and you've done that. But maybe you, at some point in your life, have turned away. And you've not lived a life of honor to your mother or to your Lord. Think about this. What better present than on Mother's Day, whether your mother is alive or not, to honor her by rededicating your life to the Lord. As together we stand and sing.